listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Secret Circle After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Secret Circle After Show. Good evening, AfterBuzzers. We are here at the AfterBuzz TV studios doing things the way things always should be done with Bing. I am your host, David Scafalitti, joined as always by the lovely and talented Billy Nellis. Oh, thank you. We are down one tonight. Jason Gallagher couldn't make it, unfortunately, but he sends his wishes. We throw rocks at him. We throw rocks at him later. Um, We took, we all took a short little break last week. The show, unfortunately, did not take a short break. We just, we, we tried. We called C-Dub and we were like, look, we can't be there. Can you just please push it back? You have a three week break coming up. They didn't listen. They did not listen. So we are going to run down through Secret Circles, Season 1, Episodes 17 and 18. Um, Briefly go through 17, since it was last week, and then get into the meat of tonight's Episode 18. Yes. Um, So let's start with last week, um, Episode 17, titled Curse. Yes. Um, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, we woke up the day after the monumental... Oh, sexy times. Yeah, um, to a yard full of dead birds. Um, Which is my dream, of yeah, course. It's what everyone wants to wake to up wake to. wake up to a yard full of, of dead course. crows. Um, and we, you know, we saw what we saw in the previews, what what Blackwell has been talking about. There's this curse that goes along with the writing of the stars. And he sets about to explain that, that the entire circle, someone is going to be doomed. Someone is going to die because of this. People die when this happens. That's why the birds died and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. At the same time, we see Jake falling ill, um, falling into very suspect, this sort of, um, He's getting sicker and sicker. He's getting more delusional. He's seen images of the man that he murdered when he first came to Chance Harbor, the guy who ran the magic shop, whose name I do not remember. Inconsequential, um, <laughs> I believe. He keeps seeing him. He thinks that Adam is him and tries to kill him again because he's sort of in this weird, like, fever dream um, from this illness. They think that he's the one that's dying from what's happened. And so John sets them on this hunt to put together this potion that will be able to make Cassie and Adam fall out of love with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that they were in love, but not want to be in love any longer. So Now, do you them. think it was... Um, a potion for them to fall out of love with each other or forget that they were ever in love. No, it wasn't to forget that they were in love. It was specifically not to forget that they were in love, but it would... It was explained that they would remember that they were in love, but it would be like 
a really great story that somebody once told them. Okay. And they would know that it existed, that they would know that it happened, right. but it wouldn't have any sort of bearing on them emotionally. Right. Um, and we see that they take it, and it works for Adam, but it doesn't really work for Cassie. Right. She remembers everything. Um, Which I hope is going to be explained in the upcoming episodes as to why it didn't work on her because it doesn't make sense that it would work for Adam. I think if I remember correctly towards the end when she, there's this, there's this moment in the episode when she, you know, realizes that it, um, doesn't work because it's actually really affecting scene when, you know, she realizes that it works for Adam and he walks out and she says, then she sort of starts like hyperventilate because she, there's this immense pain because she does still feel it. Mm -hmm. And like, the sort of pain I'm at, you imagine you would feel of somebody who you loved all of a sudden just didn't anymore and never would again. And it, you see this, and she did it very well. Britt Robertson handled that scene very well. And John comes in, and she explains that it didn't work. And they sort of chop it up to chalk it up to the fact that her power, her black magic, was just too strong yeah. for it to work completely. Mm, that makes complete sense. Um, but then we also learn that there really isn't a curse or not as much of one that there is. We know that John was making Jake sick to make them believe they had to do this to sort of push them in a direction that John wanted them tricky, to go in. Tricky, tricky, So however much of it was supposed to go the way it did, I think is still up in the air. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was this sort of the Lee storyline was put to bed um, last week as Unfortunately, well. Unfortunately, I think, because I, I, as a viewer, I actually was enjoying his presence in yeah. their whole world, and it was sort of just like another aspect of this of magic magical world right. that was very interesting, and it's not something that we've necessarily explored in pop culture that much yeah. ever before, except for maybe like the skeleton key. <laughs> yeah. But so we see that when his girlfriend in the, at the end of the episode prior puts that she ages him. Right. Um, we do find out that actually did kill him and face sort of trying to figure out what happened, where he is. And there's this cat and mouse game going on between her and the girlfriend. Um, Faye realizes she has power. She sees that Lee is dead. Um, the girl says that Faye has to fix it because it's her fault, because it's her power that did it. Um, and Faye sort <laughs> of is psychopath. trying to appease her um, while at the same time trying to sort of stall to find the totem, because she sort of pieces it together that if she breaks the totem, the power will be broken. Um, and so she eventually does, I mean, long story short, because it doesn't matter any longer. Right. She finds the totem through a sort of scuffle. She does break it, and the power is instantly gone from the girlfriend. And Faye leaves the girlfriend to do what she wants to do. And I'm assuming we'll never see them again. <laughs> well, I mean, there would be no reason to ever see those two characters. Well, one is dead. Again. And the other <laughs> has... <laughs> well, one's dead, so there's no way we can see him. Right. So, and, th- and then that was where we ended with Curse, really. I mean, I think it was like an effective episode, but it wasn't necessarily. Yeah, it's sort much of to write home about. It sort of put. I mean, it it ended that sub that little. I guess it's like a mid season arc with the Lee thing. Yeah, it, it ended that. It put that to bed, and it sort of. I mean, it did push forward John Blackwell's story. We, it is we're, we're understanding. Sort of, we learned that he, you know, he does still have power. This right. is when we first figured that out. Um, that he still has these these abilities, um, and it also puts the. Adam and Cassie storyline in a much more, for me, interesting position. Beyond um, interesting, I think. Because now there's conflict within it. Yes. Between the two of them rather than external conflict on the two of them. Exactly. Um, and I think that's much more interesting. 
Agreed. to see. Agreed. So, and then we are where we are tonight. We are tonight, so, episode 18, Sacrifice. Yeah. We started out the episode with Cassie at work. Yep. They're really getting all their money worth <laughs> out of that coffee shop set. They, lo- they used it, I think, three times tonight. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, but either way, Cassie's at work. You can tell she's still very heartbroken over the whole not- remembering and not remembering thing where Adam doesn't remember and she does and she's sort of trying to mask her feelings. I was sort of hoping that she would have been doing what most people do and like feeding her feelings. Right. (laughs) She, she, unlike most humans, does not do that. Hide her pain with ice cream. No. Unfortunately. I guess not. And it's not. It's so... this, This whole idea of her remembering... The, the the connection. I feel silly calling it love because it happened so quickly, and I don't really think it was love. But co- this connection that they had, it was like extreme like. Yeah, I mean, there's no way for us as like adults to look at it and be like, there's no way in hell that they were in love. But we have to remember they are teenagers, yeah. right? Right. And the whole like drinking of the vials and stuff like that. That was very like Romeo and Juliet, who were also teenagers. Like it's a yeah. very like. It's always so heightened when you're young. Things happen much quicker. Right. But so within... to be careful about. Within that, though, you know, putting yourself into... I just think about, like, you know, I feel like when I've been on the end of a relationship anymore, I was the one who didn't want it to and the other person did. And you know how that is, like, one of the worst feelings on the planet. And then to sort of be in this position, which is where Cassie is, is like that, like, times a thousand. Because it's not so much that he didn't want to be with her any longer, but he doesn't even remember that there was that feeling there. Right. And so th- to, to realize, to know that there was that feeling, but to know that it really might never be there again. And no one wanted it to end. Is, is, That's the thing. They were doing it for the greater good of their, right. like... It's very sad. It is there very is, sad. It is a very sad thing to think about. It is. And, and Adam is sort of, like, going along like nothing ever happened. I mean, he even said it tonight. I... I I know that there was a feeling there, and I'm trying to remember it, but I can't. Yeah. And you can tell that Adam has changed. He's a completely different person. Yeah. He's not the same Adam that we've known the entire season. He is a new person. Mm -hmm. And when they were alone at the end of the episode in the van, and he's talking to her, and you want it, and you're thinking it. I know I was, that he was going to tell her that he is remembering or has feelings for her as he's starting to fall for her again. And he's like, we need to focus on our enemies. He's like a very driven and focused person now. Yeah. I think. And it's, I think it's a fantastic change. It was was also a little more fun. Like in the, in the the stuff with, with him and the girls with the hockey team, like that was moments of levity that I don't think have really existed within this show so far. No. And I feel like the, the Adam character has been this sort of like he's so dour all and the like time tortured like a lot like Stefan on Vampire Diaries yeah. like in the early seasons where he was like the dark and like brooding and his eyes were always squinty and yeah it was it's good it's fun to see this sort of brightness in Adam where he can play yeah and speaking of uh, Melissa and and Faye I mean tonight he asked the girls if they would work at this hockey 
like party so, yeah. celebration or something like that. They won the tournament. That's sort of just like whoosh, right yeah. over my head. I was like, hockey, what? I don't know what is going on. Um, but they, he asks the girls to to waitress, and because he needs help because Papa is, has gone mad and yeah. ran away from home, <laughs> apparently. And <laughs> not even there. To He's run not the even bar. there. No, Adam's doing it all on his own, running mm-hmm. a bar. Yeah, it's good as you do. It's legal. Um, <laughs> and the girls sort of Faye and Melissa at least realize that it might be nice after Diana leaves to go with Grant um, that it might be nice to have someone who to date to be in a relationship with who isn't involved in their witch world and they're both sort of vying after of course the captain of the hockey team and they're like playing with him and flirting with him and, and Melissa goes to Adam and asks him to help her and he's like fine and he talks for her which was like fantastic scene I yeah. thought where he was like moving his mouth and she yeah, was when talking it, like, cut to him I, yeah it was done very well it was done very well and I think that's like some of the better magic we've seen on this show because sometimes the magic on the show is lacking I think but that was a very good yeah moment um and then Faye goes to him and has him help her to like shoot the darts and just two thumbs yeah it was up. It was <laughs> it was fun for me because I feel like for this entire season so far, there's really not been these moments where magic is used just for fun and sort of harmless. Um, because there's been this, you know, obviously there's the propulsion of the mystery and the witch hunters and all of this, and magic mm-hmm. is so dangerous to, under, to understand and know what you're doing with it. And there's that's been the whole sort of thesis of the show if you will Mm -hmm. to push that idea forward that there's been none of these moments where the characters are just hanging out and having fun and allowing a little comedy into the into the show and being teenagers who have magical powers right and I think that that is definitely needed and it made the episode so much more enjoyable it, and it didn't take away from the propulsion of the the A story of the mystery no not at, at all. all but it allowed certain beats and and certain you know it just it'll and it also allowed to show um putting the three of them very cleverly together the three who have lost somebody mm-hmm. um it, it all worked and it, it definitely um i mean i've liked the show since the beginning but i've had sort of like okay how much longer can this go there's just this thing and you know th- th- there's no believability that these people would ever really be together as right. friends or or anything of the sort and this sort of gave me hope that the show has realized that and is now we need to put these things into it too right and just build their relationships right and their world and and who they were and who they are and who they can be yeah and and let magic that let the magic be a little more fun instead of just this like scary weapon that only happens when they need to weird like fend (laughs) off a demon you know like let it be a a little bit sabrina with the craziness oh i love that you just said a little bit sabrina (laughs) all i can think about is pancakes now (laughs) All I can think of is pancakes. So I was I was into that little C plot. I was too. I loved it. And I, I thought it was fantastic when Adam got so angry at this guy who ended up Kyle, who ended up having a girlfriend, and he was so upset with him that he was flirting with the girls that he punched him. Yeah. A hockey player, for goodness sake. And he had to like be calmed down and brought to the back and and Faye and Melissa sort of calmed him down like as friends and we're like look we know where 
you are. We know that you're hurting. We both have lost someone. We know what it feels like to be there, and it sucks, but you can't act like this. Yeah. Which I thought was a, a fantastic moment Yeah, for all three of them. And it's sort of just going to bring them all closer. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Diana, on the other hand, Grant is mysteriously back. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like on the show, he's been gone for months. Yeah. Where, for me, it seems like he's... I mean, he was just here two episodes ago. Yes. There's no way in hell that a few months just spent yeah, I, I don't by. know how much time is supposed to have passed, because the end of the episode before Curse ends the night before Curse starts. Right. So, so that was two days. <laughs> um, and we can maybe factor in a couple more days. Yeah. <laughs> so possibly maybe a week. So where did they go? I have they no idea. They just to catch some fish and come back in? or <laughs> I mean, that's what it seems like. But last we heard of Grant, he was traveling the world on his yacht. Yeah. Um, which he comes back and swoops Diana off her feet and go, picks up where they left off and they sort of go on a cute little date and go ice skating mm-hmm. and just sort of get to know each other better and Diana seems very smitten with him and just of course has to end badly mm-hmm. where it turns out Grant is lying about the fact that he doesn't own the boat he's just a crew member on the boat and I don't know about you but I felt like Diana's reaction to finding out about that was just a hair over the top. Yeah. She, like, freaked out. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little, a little melodramatic. Right? I mean, he stretched the truth a little bit. It's not like he was like, I own a mansion. And then she found him, like... Living in a shack under a bridge. (laughs) Yeah. He's still on the boat. Yeah. (laughs) The boat still exists. He's just like, you know... changed the truth and he said to her he wanted to impress her and he has always been happy with who he was and what he was doing on the boat but when he saw her twinkling smile that he just felt this need to impress her and yeah I mean it was still it all sweet it was all very charming it was and it it sort of I mean we talked about it the last time we were here two weeks ago when we met Grant and how we thought we couldn't understand a word he said (laughs) I can't oh, understand it. <laughs> but how it was just great that they're bringing in this non-magical person yes. who they, you know, can pursue and, and have this sort of normal storyline with. Um, and to see how it will be for her to be a witch and to date him. Because the interesting thing is with how angry she got with him about lying, but she is li- essentially lying to him as well. Right. And so I think that will be very interesting to push that forward if they if Grant sticks around and they do date when it comes time for her to reveal things. If she's going to or just break things off. Yeah. Because she did say to him, in my world, there is no room for liars. Liars are dangerous in my world. And he says, what are you, a spy? And she's like, no. And so it was, I mean, it's it's all cute. And I'm, I'm happy it's there because I don't want either girls to date the bad guys or to just date within the circle. Right, because there's so, only two guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm happy it's there. And um, I don't know. I, I, I think he's charming. So I'm, I'm praying he does not turn out to be a villain. I mean, I don't think there is any way that he could turn out to be a villain. I think it's yeah. good to have somebody. I think if he was, we already would have been foreshadowed with it. Yeah, we would have seen now. something. We would have seen something so. by now. But it's good. She, He says, give me one more day. And she's like, all right, fine. One more day. 
to prove that you're not a psychopath. Yeah. So she gives him that. Um, which is good. Yeah, it was cute. It was very cute. Um, but on to the meat of the story. Yes. Uh, the witch hunters are back, and they are back in full force. The episode had started off with this kid and Evan. Is it Evan or Eben? It's Eben. I saw on like the info on DirecTV. It was it's spelled with a B. E-B-E-N. Yeah, okay. it's Eben. Because at first, for the longest time, I thought it was Evan. I thought it was Evan, and they were saying Evan. And <laughs> tonight, it was very clear that they were that saying Evan. Eben. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when that changed. I don't know when that changed either. <laughs> but if you know out there, call us, 424-256-1729. Call us even if you don't know. And yeah, just call us if you don't know. Just call and say hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but Eben is chasing this kid through the forest, and it turns out he is one of the witch hunters. And from him, we find out, I think, a little bit more into what happened 16 years ago on the boat fire and why it happened. We find out that Eben is trying to summon demons. Mm -hmm. And let me find my notes about this, because I did try and write some extensive notes. Um... And this is not it. <laughs> He's trying to resurrect Sorry. them and use their power right. to destroy the witch's powers. Which turns out was what Blackwell was trying to do. And apparently he had to sacrifice a mortal. Um, and but Blackwell I didn't just, actually sacrifice a mortal. But did he? He claims that he didn't have to and that his, that his Balcoin, Balcoin blood, blood was, enough. was enough to bring the the demons forth and apparently he was trying to like have an army of demons he was giving them bodies like mortals bodies and it turns out Samuel is the first of Eben's demon (laughs) army Army. I guess Um, which Blackwell mysteriously finds out on his own and he tells Cassie to gather up the circle meet them at the house Need him at the abandoned house, and he is going to help them seal up the ground, which is the only way to prevent the demons from rising. Mm-hmm. Um, cleverly enough, he goes on his own. Right. Because, I, I mean, there had to have been a moment, and I don't think it was shown to the viewers. I don't think there was sort of like a tip-off, unless I missed no. it entirely, that he knew that Samuel was already uh, Possessed. possessed. Um, but he clearly knew that, which is why he sent them away, because he didn't want them around when he was going to do what he was going to do to Samuel. Right. In case that the demon jumped, as we know they're able to do. Um, but that that whole bit with the circle when he was doing that was pretty cool. Like I, it was that, awesome. That whole thing out in the wheat field or wherever the hell they were. Looked like a burned down <laughs> playground. <laughs> it was really creepy. These locations in Chance Harbor are so bizarre. Like I don't understand what every- There is too many places in <laughs> Chance Harbor down. that are abandoned. run down and abandoned and no one seems to care. They're like, "Oh well, that house burned <laughs> Just leave down. It. Just leave it there. We will forget it ever existed no and one walk seems away to care. <laughs> and never come near this piece of land again." And like the abandoned house is sort of out in a field on its own. There's no houses near it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where John Blackwell lived. <laughs> in the middle of the woods, alone. Like, why didn't anyone realize back then that he was creepy when he lived alone <laughs> in the woods? I mean, come on. <laughs> right? It just only makes sense. Yes, you're right. Um, but 
This is where we got to see some really awesome magic, I thought, this week. Yeah. Because just seeing John Blackwell be in such control of the situation and be able to do what he did without doing what the children do when they use their magic. It's like they talk about it and they're like focusing and they're like, yeah. focus on him so he doesn't move. And then all of a sudden they start chanting, don't move, don't move. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right? I mean, they do stuff like that. They didn't do that this yeah. night. Maybe no, if they had chanted, he, he would have moved. moved. <laughs> but he ha- has such control over his power that it, it's good. it's nice to see an adult with magic still who knows what they're doing yeah and it, it was really really cool i mean he like what blew him up or like literally <laughs> he imploded yeah it was awesome yeah that was pretty cool unfortunately it wasn't enough to stop evan but evan did get possessed by many 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 demons, demons. um and then we cut to the abandoned house where John Blackwell gives his Braveheart speech. Seriously, his William <laughs> Wallace moment. I literally, was, we said that to each other. The, like, I was thinking it, you said it. Like, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird, but it but was he kind was of giving, awesome. It was like General Patton, William Wallace. Like, it was just one of those, these speeches. He, like, he was riling up the troops. He was getting them ready for, for the good fight for the war yeah for this epic battle to come and he was telling him they're now willing to sacrifice their, their own. own we are going to have to basically do the same yeah and he tells them that as the circle alone they are not strong enough anymore to fight Eben he's stronger than them but with D- their D- David yes it, it sounds me, like so- <laughs> somebody wants to weigh in on it so oh really let's, uh, let's go to our <laughs> let's go to our phones okay hi caller what's your name where are you calling from hey what's up it's Casey hey Casey how's it going pretty good how are you guys good thank you good. did you watch tonight's episode I did what'd you think I thought it was a, a pretty cool episode um especially towards the end with the uh the whole demon aspect, kind of see where things are wrapping up with the crystals. And so it's kind of cool to see that. Well, now knowing, I have a question for you, Casey, knowing that um, John Blackwell had lied to the kids about having magic and had had lied about the curse and everything like that, do you think possibly this might be a ploy for him to get all the crystals in his possession so that he becomes like these master witch Hmm. I don't necessarily think that but I do think that there's more that he's hiding um, especially with that last scene which was really confusing but obviously um, he hasn't uh, told the truth the whole truth and I think that um, there's still an alternative goal in his mind. Obviously, he wants to destroy the witch hunters, but I think ultimately um, his goal afterwards is to get power or something. So that that actually makes sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. does make sense because he does have his his dark magic still, clearly, because that wasn't stripped of him, but his his lighter side I guess of magic wasn't and yeah. it it does seem like the adults 
ultimate goal is to all have individual power again. And the fact that John Blackwell has been missing for 16 years and everyone thought he was dead and he does happen to still have magic and he is burying up, I mean burying up, digging up caskets of of people that we have no idea what is going on. We're like, where did this dead person come from? I think it's just what makes him so interesting as a character is we have no idea. Like he's so... They're so unclear and so there's nothing defined about John Blackwell yet. He can go in so many different ways on which like end of the spectrum he falls. Right. I think that's what makes him exciting for me at least to to watch because you you're constantly questioning whether it's true or not, and that's what makes I think like an exciting drama. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Casey? Are you there? Are you still Hello? There? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I got creepy on you. That's <laughs> no, okay. Um, so where do you fall on the on the John Blackwell? Like, if you had to predict where you think it will be, if he is there for good or there for evil, which, what do you think? What, what would you put money on? Ooh. Mm. If you had to, right now. Uh, I, I'd say... For now, I'd say I'd say good. I'd say good. Um, Interesting. I, but I do think you know he has a lot to cover up, and you know I think by the end of the season, um, the whole circle is going to find out exactly what he did to betray um, Amelia. So I think you know, obviously he has good intentions to cover up his past, but I think. It'll be too much for for him to be trusted. Mm. I'm still not convinced. What's wrong? I'm just not sure. Just with that last scene, yeah, I'm just all confused. Me too. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for calling in, Casey. We always appreciate your calls. No problem. All right. Well, we'll talk to you on the 19th of April. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Anyway. All right. Have a good night. You Thank you. Bye. Um, but John Blackwell tells them that they need all the crystals and that together with the crystals... And their original state is one. And their original... All these crystals are one mega crystal to right. Captain Planet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> awesome reference. <laughs> um, together as one and with their, their power as a circle, they can beat Evan. Mm-hmm. Now, like what we were discussing with... Ep- with God, with Casey, <laughs> excuse me, just now. Um, I sort of feel like at this point, the writers and the producers showing us that John Blackwell is digging somebody's grave up just proves that he's completely untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. That there is a hidden agenda that we still don't know about, yeah. and that there is a me- he has a means to an end, and he's going to do what he has to do. And I just don't think that since we are getting this ginormous break right now, I mean, we're breaking for almost a month, that and then only three more episodes till the end, that there's any way that they could finish up John Blackwell's storyline. Yeah. It's going to have to be something that's going to be continued into next season. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I think at this point, he is going to be a driving force of good. I hope. I hope as well. I, yeah. I mean, that's where I. It would be a really cool, like, daring thing to turn him into, like, an ultimate villain. 
Oh my god, it would be um, incredible. I don't think it would happen. It, no. I think it'd be a little Maybe. too like HBO for that <laughs> to happen. Okay. All right, all right. But um I mean it stands to be seen, but I I mean, there's so much talk about Mia to predictions with now this idea that we need these crystals and the extra people who are going to now have to come into play yes. regarding the attaining of crystals. Yeah. Um, was there anything about this episode that we didn't cover, do you think? Did we miss something? No. I don't think so, right? No. Okay, well, hold your thoughts about predictions, and yeah. we're going to jump to a quick commercial break and then come right back with those. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzz TV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Welcome back, everybody. Unfortunately, we did not have any time tonight to do any news and gossip for you, so we will get that back to you next time we are here on April 18th. So just 19th. April 19th, excuse me. We do have a big break. Yeah, just a reminder weeks, a three week break, and then we come back for three more episodes, and then we're done. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, we'll be back in the fall. <laughs> There's been no renewal yet, fall. so we don't know. Um, but let's jump into predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. It's so hard to predict what's going to happen in three weeks because I feel like so much could happen in that three weeks in the world of our show. Yeah, I, we we can't like, but there there are some things that I feel like we saw in the preview. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely going to address Don and John's relationship. Oh, right. And what oh, we've God. all sort of been wondering, think, wondering who the other Balcon child and, is. And, you know, we, we've all, you and I, many a night have here Discussed said Faye. that we think that it's Faye. And it seems the show wants us to believe it's going to be Faye. Knowing what we know about shows like this, them wanting us to believe that it's Faye, chances are it won't be Faye. Or they know we know, and it will be. Uh, and you never know with that. <laughs> like, you really don't, because I think... They, Watch It's Melissa. Because <laughs> I think they just know that the viewers are so savvy now. Like, yeah. we, we know the tricks that they play in these things, and yeah. so they try and play on that, and they will, will make you think what really is going to happen won't, so that you will then be surprised when it does. Right. Um so, I mean, I don't know. I, I stand by that I still think it is Faye. Cause I, I do, too. And Who's it going to be, Adam? It can't be Adam or Nick, because gross. Because then Cassie will be related to them right. with half of her blood. Oh, so it can good. either only be Diana or 
Melissa or Faye. Or it has Melissa to be one of the girls. Yeah. Uh, and what is more interesting is that they're reading somebody's like journal. I guess it has to be John's journal or yeah or Faye's mother's journal where they realize that their parents had a, relationship. a relationship, like a secret rendezvous there. Um, so they have to find five crystals. Mm-hmm. And we know, we know that Don and Charles have one. Don and Charles have one. Or do they have two and one that doesn't work? Oh, you're right. So they have two. Cassie says she has one. When she found that, I don't remember. Oh, yes, she has her grandmother's. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, so she's got her family. So that accounts for three of the That's six. three of six. So there's three more out there somewhere. So I think next... We're going to start seeing some grandparents. We're going to start seeing <laughs> grandparents, and I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of them uncovering of their like family's books. Yeah. And getting into like the history of each of the families to try and figure out where the crystals are because we only have three episodes left when we come back so they have to sort of find them quickly yeah and what's so interesting is now this puts don and charles really in the mix of this it does um because it does it will affect them as yeah, well and i mean they will have to either have their their crystal stolen from them or they will have to be sort of let told what's going on right because they really don't know what's happening at the moment they don't they don't have any idea but it seems like the kids still haven't told them that they have magic powers yet even though they know that they have magic powers i mean it's just so it'll be interesting to see whether don and charles want to help and i mean it's gonna be or if the kids even go to their parents right talk where they can go and i mean i think it would be kind of cool if we saw like all of the witches come together the entire line, yeah, like the grandparents like Ethan, and the parents. Like, yeah, they all that would be amazing. Band up like some sort of X Men troop. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. And put their crystals together, and with their powers combined, oh my God. I am Captain Planet. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> well, until April nineteenth. We would like to say thank you for tuning in. Yes. And we will see you in three weeks. Adios. Adios. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 